Welcome to Dim Sum Mandarin, Lesson 6. You're listening to Dim Sum Mandarin. Dim Sum Mandarin is a show that brings you Mandarin lessons in bite-sized chunks. Through Dim Sum Mandarin, you will learn practical Mandarin in any setting of your choice. Whether you're commuting to work, exercising at a gym, or just relaxing with a drink. 我是家中, my name is Chung, and I will be your teacher on this journey. In our last lesson, we learn how to refer to our immediate family members, how to form the possessive adjectives my, your, etc. And we also learn the words for this and that. In today's lesson, we'll continue with the topic of family members. We will learn numbers, the very useful verb to have, and also start talking about measure words. This free podcast forms just one part of the Dim Sum Mandarin learning suite. Find out more about our additional learning materials at www.dimsummandarin.com. You can also sign up for our mailing list to get latest newsletters with useful tips on Mandarin vocabulary and grammar. 好,我们开始吧! Today, we'll learn the numbers from 0 to 10. And the beautiful thing about Mandarin is with different combinations of the first 10 numbers, you can effectively count up to 99. Let's start with the first 10 numbers. 1, 2, and 3 are 1, 2, 3 Four, five, and six are 四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四五六四
Now let's just add one more number to that list, and that is zero. In Mandarin, zero is ling, ling, ling. Very good. Now let's do a bit of practice. I'm going to read off a series of numbers, and I want you to say them in Mandarin. For example, if I say two seven nine, you should say. 二七九 Are you ready? The first set of numbers is three one eight. That would be 三一八 Okay, how about nine two four? That would be 九二四 Now, how about five zero seven six? That would be 五零七六 Let's try four one nine three. That would be 四一九三 Let's try one last set. Eight five zero six. That would be, 八五零六非常好 I hope you now have all your numbers down. Now, one of the ways we use numbers is to count things and therefore be able to tell someone how many or how much of a particular thing we have. Continuing from the topic last lesson, one such kind of information might be telling someone how many siblings you have or how many kids you have. To do that, we'll be learning another very useful word, which is the verb to have. In Mandarin, the verb to have is 有 That's Y O U with a third tone. Repeat after me: 有有很好 Now let's try to form the sentence. I have an elder brother. Before we form that sentence, we need to mention a couple of things. Firstly, Mandarin does not have indefinite articles such as a or an. Instead, the Chinese will explicitly use the quantity one to represent a or an, followed by something called a measure word, then followed by the object or noun that you are referring to. Secondly, what are measure words? Measure words are a class of words in Mandarin that you need to use whenever you quantify nouns. Think of examples in English like a bottle of wine, or two bowls of rice, or three gallons of gas. In English, the words bottle, bowl, and gallon are used when we are counting or measuring things that are otherwise uncountable or immeasurable. The measure words in Mandarin are used similarly, except that they are required whenever you quantify nouns, even for things that are countable. Measure words are also specific, depending on what you are talking about. We'll introduce them one by one when the appropriate noun comes up. But for today, we'll learn the simplest and most widely used measure word in Mandarin, and that is 个 
That's GE in pinyin with a fourth tone. Repeat after me. Ge. Ge. Very good. Now let's get back to our sentence, which is I have an elder brother. Now the first thing to remember is that we need to replace the indefinite article N with one in Mandarin. And so we end up with the sentence I have one elder brother. And in Mandarin, that will be 我有一个哥哥. Notice that since we are quantifying the noun 哥哥, we need to put a measure word, in this case 哥, between the number e and the noun 哥哥. Let's practice that. 我有一个哥哥. 我有一个哥哥. Now, let's imagine that you have two younger sisters. Two is a special numeral in Mandarin that we need to explain a bit. But first, let's recall how to say younger sister in Mandarin. Younger sister is 妹妹. However, if we are referring to two younger sisters, we do not say 二个妹妹 which is what we may expect, but instead, we need to say 两个妹妹. 两个妹妹. The general rule in Mandarin is that we need to use the character 两 instead of 二 whenever we are actually counting two of something. The other problem is that if you see a measure word after two, you should be using 两. In this case, since the number 2 is in front of the measure word 个, we need to use 两 instead of 二. So, I have two younger sisters is 我有两个妹妹. 我有两个妹妹. Very good. Now, so far, we've only been able to talk in the singular person. That is, we can say I, you in the singular, and he or she. We'll now learn how to say we, you in the plural, and they. Again, this is very easy in Mandarin. We just need to learn one new character and we'll be able to say all of that. That character is men. That's M-E-N with a neutral tone. Men. Is a suffix and can be put after any of the singular person pronouns to form the plural form of each. Therefore, we is woman. Woman. You in the plural is niemen. Niemen. And they in the plural is tamen. Let's now try to say we have three children. Do you remember what is three in Mandarin? That's san. And do you remember the Mandarin word for children from our last lesson? That was haizi. So can you put together the sentence for we have three children? 
That would be 我们有三个孩子。我们有三个孩子。非常好。Now that you can tell someone else about the details of your family, you might want to ask them something about theirs as well. For example, you might want to ask if they have any children. In Mandarin, that question is 你们有孩子吗 Hopefully, you noticed the form of the construction, where we added the question marker "ma" at the end of the statement. 你们有孩子 and converted it into a yes/no question. Let's practice that. 你们有孩子吗你们有孩子吗 Assuming you have three kids, there are various ways you could reply. You could be rather vague and just say "yo," which basically means "I have," and in this case, kids being the implicit thing that you are talking about. If you give that answer, a natural follow-up question might be, "How many children do you have?" In Mandarin, that would be "你们有几个孩子？几 is the question word for how many. That's J I with a third tone. It's generally used when you expect the answer to be less than ten. Let's practice that. 几几 And the whole question is: 你们有几个孩子 Which literally translates as: You have how many children, or how many children do you have? Let's practice that. 你们有几个孩子？你们有几个孩子 ？And if you had one son and two daughters, what would be your answer? You should have said, 我们有一个儿子，两个女儿。我们有一个儿子，两个女儿。So what if you didn't have kids and someone asked you, 你们有孩子吗 ？In this case, you could answer with a simple 没有 which means do not have or does not have. 没 is the other negation word in Mandarin and is spelled M-E-I in Pinyin with a second tone. A key thing to note is that we always negate the verb 有 with 没 and never with 不 so we'll never say 不有 Let's practice this negation a few times. 没有没有没有 And the more complete answer could be. 我们没有孩子。That means we do not have children. 我们没有孩子。Let's now continue listening to the dialogue between Wang Wei and Sarah. 你们有孩子吗？有，我们有一个女儿，两个儿子。哇，好幸福！
Hopefully you got most of that. Wang Wei asked Sarah if they have kids. Sarah tells Wang Wei that they have one daughter and two sons. Wang Wei's reply is, which means, wow, you're so fortunate. Before saying that he has only one son, probably because of China's one-child policy. The other thing I want to point out in the dialogue is the adverb 指, which means only. The adverb 指 can be tagged in front of a verb to limit the scope of the verb. So 只有 means to only have a certain number of something. When Wang Wei says 我只有一个儿子, he's saying that he has only one son. Let's have another listen to the dialogue. 你们有孩子吗? 有,我们有一个女儿,两个儿子。Before we finish this lesson, we'll just need to mention something about the sound of the number one. E. Aside from Pu, E is the other Chinese character that changes its tone depending on the tone of the character that follows it. On its own, E is pronounced with a first tone. If it is followed by a first, second or third tone, E changes into a fourth tone. For example, E tian, which means one day. If it is followed by a fourth tone, E changes into a second tone. And that is what we saw in today's lesson when we say yi ge. There will be more practice of this in our supplement learning materials. And there you have it. You can now talk about details of your family and with some additional vocabulary, things that you possess as well. We learned quite a bit of content today and the best way to consolidate all that knowledge is to have more practice. One way you can do that is to use our supplement podcasts and worksheets which are part of our additional learning materials. The additional learning materials would include PDF lesson guides with all the grammar and vocabulary in each lesson, enhanced podcasts, supplement audio files for additional practice and vocabulary, worksheets to consolidate your knowledge, and for those of you looking to further challenge yourself, there are also lesson guides and worksheets for key Chinese characters used in each lesson. Just go to www.dimsummandarin.com to find out how to sign up as a premium member. That's where we're going to leave it for this show. Next week, we'll move on and learn how to talk about your work. Hopefully, we'll see everyone back here with us again. Thank you for downloading Dim Sum Mandarin. 谢谢大家收听我们的播客，下次见。This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus.com.